Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's a program about, well, I'll let you guess. And we'd love to have you on our program and share your thoughts about uh, what tastes good, what tastes not so good, what you found that is really delicious. Did you hear that um, little piece of news there about restaurants being on decline because people are saving well not yet not yet their new year's resolution is to save money on uh on um pleasurable expenses is how i would describe it well so yeah that bodes badly well yes i know tom you could you could definitely uh do some serious damage to the restaurant business just your own self cuz Tom does eat out every meal. <laughs> well, Trust know, me, but, every you, meal. Uh well, you know, you got to get through this stuff one way or another. Yeah. Anyway, anyway um, we're we're uh punching along here. We have uh, uh had a few things to say about uh the the Battle of New Orleans which uh is being celebrated today by people who know what it is and uh, had any thoughts about it. Uh, this is Volavante, vol- which is just delightful to me. And uh, you don't uh, like from now them. on every time I do something with oysters, I'll do it that. Oh, by the way, a couple of nights ago, uh, my um, uh, my daughter was coming in from picking up. Uh, uh, well, it's complicated. But anyway, uh, uh, we were looking for a Chinese restaurant, and there was one we found. And I'm sorry, I don't remember the name. Oh, of it. Oh yeah, was... that's that's something that we did. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me let me go ahead and and report on some dining that I did, getting me back to town. Okay, because, <laughs> and then we'll talk about the Chinese meal that we had when when everybody picked me up from the airport. What, the, the reason I bring that up at all is that. Uh, the dish that I had at this Chinese place. It was called uh, Little Chinatown in Kenner. Little Chinatown, that that is the place. Yeah. And uh, but it's, and I'm still looking at this uh, this dish that I got. It was jam packed with oysters that had boiled in a big pot on top of the. the it was a hot pot. A hot pot. That's exactly. It was a clay hot pot, is what they called it. Yeah. Well, and people it was, who go to this restaurant was, probably it, know was, it. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, I've heard of it, but I, <clears throat> this was the first chance I had to actually go there, and they were putting this together with uh, tofu to finish it off, and uh, it was uh, very interesting, very good, and very inexpensive. I, I I think the bunch of us sitting there got away with like fifty bucks or something. Is that right? Well, I know that. Um, okay, so so they. I took an earlier flight, so that meant that instead of getting in it like midnight, I got in at six thirty in the evening. So we went over to Little Chinatown because we were already out in Kenner. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm going to go there a couple more things because it looks like they've got a lot going on. They do have a lot restaurant. going on. And yeah. that's the people that um, 
It was funny that we went to Little Chinatown because while I was in L.A., I went to Din Tai Fung, which is Ooh, a Michelin-starred you... oh, Taiwanese brother, you... dumpling house. What? Uh, my my son uh, Jude, he uh, is wild about that stuff. Everyone is wild about Din Tai Fung. Yeah. <laughs> the wait is chronically over an hour at all locations. But anyway, um, so we so I was surprised that we were going to uh, Little Chinatown because I wanted to see if they were doing the dumplings there because that is the family that has Dian Shin in the quarter, which is a dumpling house mm-hmm. that has gotten a lot of note this year. If you can ever get into it, that's another one that's well, a, it's a little hard, tiny hard place space. To find. It's a little yeah, tiny space. Tiny. But as it turns out, the mm-hmm. the family the family that did Little Chinatown has moved on to Dian Shin and sold Little Chinatown to mm-hmm. another family member. So it's kind of the same thing, but not really the same thing. And so they've moved on to Dian Shin. Let's go to Ron, the gourmet waiter, who was kind enough to sit in oh, no in kidding. my chair on Monday. How are you, Ron? Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. It's always my pleasure to be a guest host, especially when I'm able to be in the studio with Tom. It was uh, it was I fo- magical. I fooled another one, huh? <laughs> What did you all talk and about? Also, uh, we we talked about top five lists. Mm-hmm. Meaning, we had uh, well, we had top five lost restaurants, the restaurants oh, that are no okay. longer okay. no longer here. Okay. Uh, top five Italian near the French Quarter. Uh-huh. Top five Italian outside of the French Quarter. Uh-huh. Top five overall restaurants and Scott Craig's second favorite topic to talk about: your death meal. If you only had one meal left, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be chocolate. And what then, was that? What what kind of calls did you get on that? Your well, death meal. We, we, oh. had a, we had a couple of gourmet meals put together, but then we the, the cherry on top was we actually did Marianne Fitzmorris's <laughs> two question hamburger quiz, which Tom refused to answer because he said that there were just too many too many candidates. Oh my I asked goodness! Tom at the end of the show, I said, "Okay, if Marianne Fitzmorris." could pick her top hamburger place that's no longer here, what would it be? Oh and then her top hamburger place that still exists. Mm-hmm. So oh. we had a blast. And as always, Doug behind the glass was a magician. He is. He is that. And uh, well, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like you did. What a great, uh, <laughs> what a great bunch of topics. So, what was the what was the answer to the Marianne uh, question? Because Marianne doesn't even have the answer. Which well, one? I'm not so sure. We may have to think about that. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And what was the death? Uh, what was the death meal? What was the favorite had, death we, meal? We had a couple. I, 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 I think I went with filet mignon with garlic mm. mashed potatoes, cream mm. spinach, and a terrific bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon. No, that does sound pretty good, I have to say. Maybe pizza And then Tom was 100% on his dessert, and I know you can guess what that would be. Bread pudding. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Although Tom is, right. is very, it's very high on flan, thing. but don't say that or you'll get him going on flan in Mexican restaurants and the marvel that that all is. Yeah, listen. Well, I'm get so a load of this. <laughs> no, Tom. Everybody, no. shut up a second. Here. It's 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 truly amazing. <laughs> you, if you go to any a uh, any restaurant that has a, oh, a, a kitchen that is basically help me, someone. 
uh, it, when you when you're looking for. Uh, uh, Basically, Mexican... sum this up. Tom is marveling that all Mexican restaurants have flan. Uh, well, everyone I ever go yeah. to, I, I, they come over and ask. They never ask me for this dessert or any other dessert for that matter. Uh, but I say, do you have any flan? I say, I'll have some flan. And they always look at me for about a tenth of a second and they say, yes. And they get up and about two tenths of a second they are back with the flan in their hands. How is it possible? <laughs> this is my question. I'm happy as can be because I my love My question is, why great. is that such a marvel to you, Tom? Well, that's my uh, you question. think that's something. Let me tell you about the... Uh, Anyway, Ron, I'm so glad that you that you put so much effort into the show. Thank you so much. That was uh, that's a great bunch of uh, chat subjects for sure. We had a we had a great time. Thank you again. It's always my pleasure. Right. Great show. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you. It's all right, boy. Show. I want to I want to play that game myself. All those questions. Anyway, back to the uh, the the dumplings. So we went to Little Chinatown and we had. Um, well, Mary Lee got fried rice, which did not look good, but actually tasted pretty good. And then um, I had, what did I get? I was going to get like a, a hot pot of short ribs, but that seemed like a bad idea at a Chinese restaurant. Um, I don't, I don't even remember what I got. I know that Mary Lee got a chicken with chili sauce. Oh, I know what I got. I got duck. I love Chinese duck. I love crispy Chinese duck. I did not like this duck at all. It no. was tough and undercooked and very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. So much so that I had two bites of the whole half duck. And I felt bad about that. But... um Trey Yen has a great version of that crispy duck, but this was not one of those things. But the, the thing that most intrigued me on the table was your hot pot, Tom. Two things that intrigued me. One, it was an oyster and tofu hot pot. Oyster and tofu, that's right. It yeah. had more than a few other things in it. Especially well, it had vegetables. vegetables. It had carrots and celery brimming out of the top, and there was a little, it was served in a pot that was over a flame. Yeah, and, and this you... this portended to be a disaster at our table, but as it turned out, it was not. It turned it was okay. There was no flame that went all over the place. But um, it, it looked it was pretty good. I mean, it was not great, but it was pretty good. It was um, definitely below expectations for me because I've heard great things about that restaurant, and I thought it was pretty ordinary. I mean, other than the menu was kind of interesting, but. Anyway, tell them the name of it again so they, little, they're going to want to know. Little Chinatown. Little Chinatown. I, I pitched Fiery Crab, but we we had a definite no vote from Mary Lee on that. And I, mm. I really do want to go back to Fiery Crab at some point. If anyone has been there, I'd like a report on it. Two six zero six three six eight. But we went to, uh, in California, we went to Din Tai Fung, which is a total experience. And mainly in volume eating it's um and vol i don't mean the volume at your table but just in the sheer numbers of people wanting to also eat at din tai fung 
at any hour that they are uh, open. Any hour that they are open. There is a mall, the Century City Mall, which has been redone, which is just a fantastically incredible mall. And I'm not one for malls. It's not really my thing, but I really dig this mall. And first of all, it's an open air mall. It's California. It's Beverly Hills. You know, it's it's what's not to love. So anyway, um, Italy is also in that mall. And so we put our name in at Din Tai Fung and then went over to Italy, which was having a sale. And I put that in quotes because Italy does not have much of a sale. They don't. Italy is no, expensive. I, I, I find period. Them kind of expensive, it is. It's, but, it's expensive, period. But the uh, the. A gang of people we sent over to uh, to that part of the world. They they just spill it up. No, I I love I love going to Italy. I love shopping at Italy, but I don't really spend a lot of money. But what they have at Italy is, and this is the Mario Batali place, which imports everything from Italy, and there are rows and rows of pastas in all shapes and sizes and configurations made with the real Italian, I guess it's Durham wheat semolina. Yeah. yeah or, I don't know if you those are in this. Yeah. Right. But anyway, it's, it's uh, all different varieties. It's all expensive. They have a whole couple of aisles of sauces and oils, all of which are imported and all expensive. And so they were having a spaghetti weekend where they had all this stuff on sale. And again, put it in quotes because it's Italy, but I did buy several packages of spaghetti, which was an Italian variety, which is I'm curious about. And with the the sale price, it was like $2 for a pack of spaghetti, which is kind of what you could get at Rouse's, you know. Unfortunately, I spent about 40 minutes in security Hmm. coming home because one of the pasta shapes confused and alarmed the people in security. And so Mm. it was so busy at the airport (laughs) and I wound up literally like 40 minutes waiting for my bag to be inspected. And they pulled it out and I went, it was that the pasta? And they said, yeah, it looked kind of weird on the monitor. So my my big score at Italy cost me about 40 minutes in security trying to come home. Mm. Anyway, but that's... Uh, Another reason to stay in Louisiana and New Orleans. <laughs> so you can enjoy yourself instead of non-enjoying so, yes. non yourself. Yes. And so, uh, so I didn't get to eat at Italy. We went to Din Tai Fung instead. So the next night... I did want to go back and have some pasta at Italy, and it was the night of the Golden Globes. And the it, the Golden Globes are always at the Beverly Hilton Hotel, which, if you have ever seen it, is total mid-century, 60s Californian. And it's, it's, just, it's a cool hotel, but that's where they've been forever. And so the, the road in front of it was closed. And the mall is about, I don't know, five or six blocks uh, toward the ocean from there. And I'll finish this story about what happens at the Golden Globes because I got a firsthand look when I was waiting to get my pasta. 260-6368 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. It's the uh, Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. And with us today is, um, what's her name? (laughs) It's, um, oh. 
It's um, Mary uh, Mary A. <sighs> the wife, I think. That works. You're the wife? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, so I, I'm driving. I'm back to the story. So I'm driving mm-hmm. to the Century City Mall past what is the street. It's Santa Monica in front of the Beverly Hilton. But you have to go to another. There's like two Santa Monicas. It's weird. But anyway, so you have to go to the other Santa Monica because it's not blocked off. And it, it was it was really interesting to watch. There are lines. There's like a special line of cars coming. They're all black SUVs, which I guess is what the celebrities come in. But every single one of the SUVs has to stop, and a dog jumps in to the back trunk. To Wonderful. Looking for who knows what. I don't, I, I don't know what they're looking for. But anyway, every single one of those black SUVs had to be inspected by a dog. There were dogs everywhere. But that was kind of an interesting little twist to the visit to Italy that evening because... Um, that's of course as close as I got to it, um, but there were barricades everywhere. But it was it was just kind of fun to be down there because there were at at different hotels you would see. And this started like in the afternoon. We went we passed the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills, and there were, you know, people lined out and paparazzi waiting to see who was there. And I can't imagine anyone being in the Beverly Hills Four Seasons because it's really not that great of a hotel. But anyway, it was it was just kind of fun to, to watch. I didn't realize that the Golden Globes were there that early, but they, they were. Anyway, we can go to Mike, who is on the phone. Hi, Mike. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Step Hello. up. You, uh, you made me think of a story about when you told about bringing pasta home and going through security. Yeah. When I uh, first hooked up with the woman who is now my wife, she had a, pl- a condo down in Cancun. Uh-huh. And I had never been to Cancun before, so obviously I had never gone through customs before. Uh-oh. When you go through customs, you get to a point where there's a button that you push. And if you push the button and you get a green light, you go straight through. If you get a red light, they check your carry-on baggage. Mm-hmm. So the woman opens up my bag. And what do I have in there but a bottle of Arno's Romelot sauce? <laughs> well, you know, if anything were going to get you through, it would have been that. Well, she got fixated on it, okay? Hmm. So she looks at me with the bottle of Arno's Romelot sauce in her hand. She goes, what's this? <laughs> and there's a guy standing to the side, and he goes, barbecue? And stupid me, instead of rolling with barbecue... <laughs> I try to start explaining what Ramalot toss is. Did it make it, it or they took it? No, no, it made it. You know, they just doing their job. You know, it was no big deal. Mm-hmm. But it was like, okay, you know, well, you know I, I just should have said, yeah, barbecue. It's barbecue sauce. Yeah, but, but that's a liquid, and uh, I'm surprised that it went through because while I was standing there for my 40 minutes waiting for my pasta, somebody got their hot sauce taken away. Mm, mm, mm. Well, you know, Boy, you know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying awful. to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what the protocol is. It could have been maybe I had already retrieved my luggage and I was going through customs with my luggage. I, I don't really remember. Well, how long has the of, woman who is now your wife been your wife? Uh, we've been together ten years and we've been married seven. Okay, so then but, that those those policies were in play back then. No, what I'm saying is I it, I could be wrong that yeah. it was not on my car. It's really incidental to the story yeah. anyway. Yeah. They, 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 
She just didn't recognize it. That's all it was. Yeah. She just didn't recognize well, it. Well, you know, some people don't know the difference between white remoulade and red <laughs> remoulade. I mean, they just... They I'm don't sure that it. would have made all the difference, yeah. I'd say just, just <laughs> I, before you head to I, the airport, go to Two Jags. That's but all I, you need to do. I got two comments about your experience at the uh, the restaurant with the dumplings and all. Yes. Wait, didn't I when, uh, or the other one? The, the local the one? one? No, the one in, in L.A. Yeah, uh-huh. When we uh, we went to I went to San Francisco with her like three years in a row, and the first year we went we uh, we went to Dim Son at a Chinese yeah. restaurant, and uh-huh. it, it was a mob it was a mob scene. Yeah, was it Yang Sing? Was it Yang Sing? I, I honestly don't okay. remember. Okay, uh huh. But what I do remember is they were pushing the dumplings right. big time. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And no matter no matter how good dumplings are. There comes a point when you've had enough dumplings, you know? Yeah, yeah. You want to move on to something else. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. And, and that, uh, that yeah. happened to me, too. I, I was uh, just, I, I, it seemed like I had ingested about seven or eight different kinds of uh, steaming pasta with different things in them. And after, you know, two or three of them, I just couldn't stand another one. It's, it's you know, so bland eating, to begin it, with. And eating all that pasta fills you up. You know, you're there to to have a a variety. Now, one final thing. I was really curious about the string bean dish you had out there. Yes. So so much so that I I Googled it, and I I think I found it. Uh Uh-huh. And it looks like it's a garlic-flavored string bean. It is. Yeah. Uh It looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. It's divine. Divine. It is. I've never ever had string beans like that and they are well, just good we eat a lot of them around here so that'll be a nice variation on the theme you know? yeah we'll try maybe you could you know maybe you could find out the recipe if you do let me have it okay all right, all right. Happy New Year. you too bye-bye Bye. let's go to kenneth mm-hmm. kenneth welcome to the Hello. flat show hi hi there thank you for having me uh we love to have people yeah i mean wait a minute i better rephrase that Yes. Thank you. Um, I have a question about crawfish boudin. Okay. Um, I've got some uh, in a bag, some raw crawfish, Mm -hmm. some uncooked crawfish boudin, Mm -hmm. and I've never made boudin before. And supposedly it's really simple, and there's only like three or four hundred different ways to cook it. (laughs) So, I mean, I, I don't want to get too extreme, but... I was thinking of doing the baking method on a baking sheet for mm-hmm. about half of it and the steaming for the other half. Mm-hmm. Or the, the not exactly steaming, but, you know, boiling in water or whatever. The no, don't do that. Of, of, of the nature of that kind of sausage is that uh, the best way to cook it, no kidding, and I don't recommend this for very many utensils, but microwave oven. But before you put it okay. in the microwave oven, you get a fork and you you pierce the outside uh, all the way around. Not hugely, but quite okay. a bunch of little uh, little open uh, spots. You put it sure, in the microwave sure. oven. Uh, so, start so at a low temperature. And, and yeah, it'll blow up if you uh, if you have too much and and you leave it in there too long. Uh, but what comes out afterwards is uh, just right on the money for me. Well, I'm going to give you another one because I I would say that if you have a grill, I would put it on a grill and add some smoky flavor to it. Or I would put it in an oven and broil it because it makes the skin really, really crispy. 
and it it's mm-hmm. easier to eat if it's crispy. I think. Okay. If you're looking for and... me to uh, controvert. <laughs> I know better. I do. Than I know. It's two people with two opinions. That's all. You know, try them both. Well, right. Everybody, like I said, there's only like. 400 different yeah. opinions. Yeah, well, I, I sure wouldn't boil it, though, because that doesn't seem, it seems like it would come well, apart in the pot. I mean, yeah. you know, put it in, like, supposedly yeah. in, like, a half an inch yeah. of water and uh-huh. steam it like uh-huh. half an hour or something like you do when you buy it in the stores. Yeah. Right. I like crispy skin. But, I think it's easier to eat. And how long does one broil this for? Well, I mean, I would just look and see when it looks like it's got a brown on it, you know, like a brown, uh, crusty kind of thing. I mean, I'm in, I'm into crust, so you know, you have to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. But I, I would broil it. it. It would probably be a pretty fast broil, you know, ten, fifteen minutes, and you know, turn it once, and then it would get like a little brown, crusty thing going, and mm-hmm. then crispy skin, and mm-hmm. and you could bite into it easily, and I don't know. That seems like a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm I off to the Boudin adventure then. Yes. Tell us about it tomorrow. <laughs> Call us yeah, and give us do. a report. Okay. Try one, mic- okay. Try one microwave. Crawfish Boudin one sounds good. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's, this is the, not exactly the time of year just yet, but it will be coming just soon. Just yet. There's a season for it? <laughs> oh, it's year-round sure. in Louisiana. Yeah. I know, right? Like crawling season or something, you know? No, no season. It's all the time. Boudin's such a wonderful thing, isn't it? Is this something new that you've have, have you you've had Boudin, right? Yes, but okay. somebody gave me a big, like three pound frozen package of, Ooh, it, of crawfish like, Boudin. Well, yeah, oh, that sounds good. You know what? They didn't want to cook it, and they'll oh. let me cook it because I'll try anything. Okay, you know what? I've decided. You know, to me, uh, here's how I do boudin now. Boudin to me is now a basis for gumbo. So if you have like a that. if you have a chicken andouille gumbo, and you mm-hmm. slit, uh, you know, the skin of a of a cooked boudin and make that your rice, it adds a whole different punch to to a soup mm. yeah or or if you had like a just think about this if you had like a crawfish corn bisque and you put the crawfish boudin in there that would be good you know think yeah. about think about boudin as a support of a soup also i had a really nice shrimp corn bisque at drago's in metairie the other day it was one of the best bisques i've ever had yeah that's good yeah, stuff. You, you, you really can uh, vary all of this. Uh, it's good uh, stuff. Lot. There's a lot of room for <laughs> tweaking. You know, I was in California yeah. last week, and we went to one of those typical California restaurants. And um, it was, you know, the home of the kale salad Shakey's. and the roasted potatoes and the grilled salmon. And the really and the really healthy stuff and and all I could think about is is the creamy corn bisques and stuff that I would get when I went home. You know, it's yeah. it's just a whole different way of eating. It just really is. So mm-hmm. yep. well, it's it's okay. Very, well, thanks for the advice. I'll let you know. All right, yeah, give us a report. All right, two six zero six three six eight is the number. You are listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two.
It's the food show. Where else in America could you possibly have a food show and have it work? Well, it's working, and uh, I'm glad you're here to talk about food in your your life or the things that you've had to drink or anything that enhances your lifestyle. It's uh, At least it works for me. I love dining. I love uh, thinking about it, writing about it. And uh, if you want to talk about any of that, you are welcome. Uh, don't hesitate for a moment, and we'll cover it all. If we don't know the answer to something, we're going to put the question mark out there and see what we can turn up. So or you can go backwards the other way, and, and uh, we'd love to hear from you any way it is. Our number is 260-6368, 260-6368, and beep, beep. All right, so back to Italy. So when I went to get the pasta, Italy has their big sale. They had walls and walls of panettone. They Mm. had several different kinds of panettone. And I'm thinking, how in the world are they going to get rid of those? Because panettone is not good. And obviously enough people know that. So I was, we, were through, we were in the line because Italy has several places you can eat. They have this or that restaurant, and they have a fish restaurant, and they have a gourmet, and they have a pasta place, and they have a salad place. Anyway, there's this, there's this Altaglio pizza slice. You know, you slice it across like the one here at Banchi. Anyway, I'm in line, and there's like mini panettones in front. And I said to my son, whose wife had picked up a panettone on sale to buy it, and I said, she should get the little one because panettone is not very good. And the girl behind the counter says, boy, is that true? It's not very good. So I don't know how long it's going to take him to get rid of those panettones. Let's go to Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Hey, welcome back, Gracie. We missed you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I will say that Allie is picking up on you on keeping Tom in line. (laughs) Well, she's Tom's girlfriend. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, if you can have Mr. Besh, I guess he can have Alex. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bet you haven't heard that in a while. I haven't heard that in a really long time. You're right about that. Anyway, so how are you? How was your Happy New Year? Was it a happy it new year? It was good. It was quiet. I was home in my bed. You know, I spent 17 years managing bars on Bourbon Street. Ugh. So yeah. I've seen my fair share of amateur night. <laughs> I'm sure uh, you have. Yes. So I was, I think I was in bed at seven o'clock or oh my goodness. You know, in the bed, maybe not asleep. And then I broke up at, you know, a little before midnight with firecrackers going off. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't go out and see it. I can see the fireworks from the river perfectly from my house. Oh, that's great. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I live over across the street from Martin Brothers. Yeah, you, you mentioned that before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was quiet so, on the North Shore. They love to blow up yeah. their money on the North Shore. And uh, you talk about yeah. amateur uh, fireworks people. There's like a haze. And, and the, it was quiet. It was really quiet. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, my people, my neighbors have to go out and... Uh, sweep the street up in the morning. There's so many firecracker, yeah. you know, leftovers. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, did uh, Martha Stewart also buy uh, the naked gore- the naked chef? 
I don't know. I don't keep up with her that. She's the bane of my existence, so I don't follow her that much. I don't know what she's up to. I just know that she bought Emerald for what I thought was a surprisingly small amount. Yeah. It was okay. like $50 million. Yeah, because he's on on her new channel. Yes. Um, uh-huh. And yeah. uh, he has a half an hour, three-course meal that he prepares. Uh-huh. Is he, so this is and, like, and, is this current day? I mean, is he, this is something he does current day, or is this old stuff that's being redone, rerun? I think he is current day. Is it really? You know, okay. He's, huh. he's had some real financial problems. He's gone bankrupt with all of his restaurants in England. Oh, I didn't know he had restaurants in England. Really? Yeah, huh. he had a, a bunch of restaurants huh. in England, and I think they all folded up. Really? Okay. Interesting. How long ago was that? Uh, within the last year. Oh. Hmm. Maybe well, less than that that I heard that on on some of the one of the talk shows. You know, it's it, I can't see Louisiana food over there. I just I just don't no. see it. It's just not something it's not the way they eat, you know? I mean, this is a unique cuisine for sure. You know, yeah, I don't know. But he's doing a pretty good job with these half an hour meals where he cooks hmm. as a salad and a, and an entree with a vegetable and a dinner. Like last night, he made, I think it was raspberry yogurt uh-huh. uh, for dessert that he made in just a few minutes and popped it in the freezer and it was ready uh-huh. at the end of the half an hour. Well, who's the naked so, whatever? Who's that? I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. Uh-huh. There's that guy. He's uh, he's British himself. He's uh, been doing yeah, that for uh, years yeah. and years. What the naked guy? What's his name? Yeah. Well, naked he, guy. He, he's not <laughs> naked, but I don't know why they call him naked. But well, his, the pronunciation is naked around chef. here. It's naked. Naked chef. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, Maybe he's should. relatively young. I mean, I uh-huh. would say he's 35 now, and uh-huh. I think when he came into it was 10 years ago. Or okay. so, so he was in his early 20s. Ah, I see. Okay. So, hmm. Okay, anyway, Stephen, you're always a wealth uh, I of information. Tom, I got something to ask Tom. How does he okay. store his potatoes at home? How do I store potatoes? Yeah. I, uh, I don't. I, I buy as many as I'm going to use and use them all. Stephen, we don't ever cook. New Year's okay. Eve was the first time we cooked, and I can't remember how long. Okay. But the refrigerator is actually full. We're, that's a New Year's resolution yeah. for my daughter and me. We're going to eat better. So, anyway. Yeah, well, you shouldn't put uh, potatoes in the refrigerator. Well, I tell you so what I you should put to... in the refrigerator, avocados. And I thank okay. you all for telling me that because I'm still eating yeah. those 16 yeah. avocados. Thank you, Martha. All right. Yeah. And did you get what Tom's favorite dessert is? <laughs> yes. Well, okay. his favorite dessert is Spumoni. His favorite dessert yeah. is Spumoni. Yeah. yeah. No, well, it's, it's amazing. You know, my, I listen to my car radio, and it huh? will operate for a half an hour, and then it will shut off. And every time there's, I'm out of the car, today I was pulling weeds between my brick sidewalks. Uh-huh. And just the time it, he asked if... You know what? If you knew what Tom's favorite dessert was, uh-huh. uh, the radio died. And by the time I get off my five-gallon bucket and get to the <laughs> car to, to turn it back on, I've missed it's, that. It's it's bread pudding. 
Pudding, yes. Pudding. yes. Yeah, All right. I knew that, but I didn't know whether you knew oh, that. Of course I knew that. Listen, 30 years, I know a few things. All right. Talk to you later, Stephen. <laughs> you know, it's, it's very peculiar Paul. to do this show today uh, because she is not here in the room where I am. Thank God. And... and <laughs> Uh, and I'm always assuming that there is somebody from the. the she's uh, Tom. There's yeah. Paul on the on the. Let's let's go to Paul. Okay, why not? But uh, hey, Paul, welcome to the food show. Thank you. Good evening, Tom. Marion, how you doing? Hey, rolling right along. Hi. Thank you for calling. You know, there's an old saying in show business: don't ever follow children or dog acts and thinking <laughs> Stephen should be included in That's that. Right. But anyway. Yeah. Grasshoppers and um, snakes, too. Snakes are really not popular. Yes. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, two quick things. I don't know if you guys covered it before or not. Um, semolina pasta uh-huh. and Italian pasta. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A, lot of people, a lot of people who have... Um, gluten allergy? What they describe as, uh, they describe as uh, gluten intolerance. Right, yeah. Um, they, a lot of people find that they tried Italian pastas, they might not have any Yes, issues. it's totally different. It's totally and different. Well, I think a big part of it is the glyphosate and the Roundup. It's a whole other story, but um, hmm. they, they don't have the chemicals that we do here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything's I, a lot and, more real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, less ingredients, better, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, and also, um, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be disappointed by the answer. But have you had a Mexican Coke yet? Yes. A yes. Mexican Coke? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we talked uh, about the kind that yeah. doesn't have uh, the... Yeah, in Mexico, yes. Uh-huh. With cane sugar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Without, the... with, without all the chemicals. Okay, yeah. it was without a long cereal. time ago, so I okay. don't remember it. But you know what's funny? I saw, I saw heard... it at Italy. <laughs> I saw it in Italy. I, I, if uh, I remember right, Every time I've ever read anything about this, it seemed to indicate that they didn't have it at all in Mexico. No, no they do. They definitely they do. do. They, they, they've got it in the glass bottles, like yeah, the old right. uh, deposit return. It's a different color, bottles. though. It's a different color. I think it's like a green color. Uh, the bottle? That's the bottle. Yeah, I mean, the carton. The carton is like a green. I, I saw it. I, I literally saw it in California, and I think it was at Italy. There were two Cokes. One was because I looked really hard in case it was the cinnamon Coke. I was going to bring one to Tom, but it, one was like a regular Coke, and one was Mexican with the sugar with the uh, the cane sugar. Yes, cane and the sugar. last one yeah, was it's... the Dr Pepper. Yes, well, I want to say difference in the world. I want to say here and now, Delta is now serving whole grain Cheez Its on their flights, and I object. Go ahead. We have some here. <laughs> You know, you know, the only time I ever eat Cheez-Its and Coke ever is on a flight, and I now they've taken that away from me. All right, go ahead. But anyway, um, I guess it was about six months, maybe a year ago, we, just, we were talking about the, the difference in the taste of Coke. And yeah. When they went to the new Coke and then back to the uh, yeah. And yeah. That was that was all just a bluff to be able to get exactly. a, um, high fructose corn sweetener in. But it, if you, you know, I live up in Michigan now, and we've got a lot of Mexican grocery stores around here. And they've got the glass bottles from Mexico of Fanta Orange and Coke and uh-huh. uh, 7-Up. Uh-huh. It, it tastes like it did when I was a child. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. If, if you get a chance to, again to <sighs> get, you know, the place that's got the, the, the returnable bottles, to do yourself a favor, it will bring back childhood memories, I promise. Okay. Mm. 
All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Paul, well, for good calling. Luck with that. Thanks for listening in Michigan. All right. Let's go to Gregory. Gregory, Happy welcome New to the food year. show. Happy, Happy New, New Year. year. Thank you. Right. Oh, you're really impressed by that Beverly Hills Hotel, are you? Who, me? Yeah, I was wondering. It sounded like you were. I'm, I love it. Well, I wasn't talking about the Beverly Hills because the Beverly Hills Hotel is a couple more blocks up the expensive. way. Yeah. Uh, oh, are you talking about the Beverly Hilton. Hilton? The Beverly Hilton. Oh, Yes. Okay, yes, they do. Yes. The, there's two completely the different hotels. Right. Tom, I am aware of that. Don't listen to Tom. Don't listen to Tom. He's just complaining. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm a huh? big fan of the old Beverly uh, Hills Hotel because Merv Griffin really put a lot of money into that thing. Yes, it, he did. It, 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 certainly, it, it was designed in the 1920s. It's a very cool uh, place, yes. Arthur Godfrey, it, too. Yes. Tell oh, one. Godfrey had a, he had a lot to, he had a lot to do with it, but nobody really liked him on I the know. radio. <laughs> nobody really liked him, period. Except Tom. He's kinda of, sounded like Tom's idol. But once we were at the Beverly Hills Hotel and and Tom was determined to find the bungalow where he hid out all the time. I can't believe that why why he got any famous at all. I mean, well, there's a lot to be said of that, believe me. <laughs> yeah, but there's a yeah, lot of people in those black SUVs with the dogs jumping in the oh, back to inspect too. You got to wonder about, you know. Listen, all the people in the black SUVs are the people, these celebrities, these millionaire uh, producers and actresses and yeah. actors telling us how to live. Yeah. Are you talking about us? <laughs> no, we're, no. No. Let me tell you what. There's uh, there's a lot of there's it's, a lot of that. You know. It's, it's ridiculous living in California as long as I did. Not LA, but I was in San Diego. But I, my uh, my ex wife and and my daughter are, are from the Redondo Beach area, mm-hmm. and, and they. As locals, they feel the same way I do. They can't stand the Hollywood uh, lifestyle. They can't. And these people are such hypocrites. Oh, they are. I mean, they absolutely they, are. But I tell you what, when I left. The food, too. When when, to oh, food, absolutely. Absolutely. They but, will tell you what to eat, but they're having uh, filet mignon. I guarantee it. When I, when I left, it was a perfect 70 degrees, beautiful mm-hmm. oh, sunshine. Yeah. So you could have fixed that, you know, <laughs> there's still something to be said for it anyway. No, I, Southern California is beautiful, but it's being corrupted by a bunch of people yeah, that are trying to tell us how to live while they scoop in millions of dollars a year. That's true. But that's not for this show, Gregory. Don't get me in trouble. I've only no, been no, back. I've only been back 45 minutes. I mean, uh, no, an hour and 45 minutes. It has something to do about food, Marianne. Yes. I, I didn't mean to make it that yes. way. I'm just, yes. I'm, Agreed. I'm Agreed. They, oh, they, yeah. They, they Doug is saying them. Maureen is on, so i got to get going. Thank you, Gregory. Oh, Don't get me in trouble. Bye. Talk to you later. Right. Bye. All right. Maureen, hello. Hey. Tom and Marianne have hey. been listening for 20 That's years. Us. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. That's not long uh, enough because yes, we've been exactly. on the air for uh, thirty love it something. All the time. Well, thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. Do, do you listen and, to it uh, on Tom, HD too, or a few times? Mm-hmm. He probably didn't write back though, did he? Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Okay, because mm-hmm. he usually doesn't. I know, right? <laughs> That's crazy, Marianne. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I was in New Orleans this last weekend mm-hmm. and uh, went to the oyster counter. Which one? Um, the oyster counter um, legacy, right, right around uh, from Gravier. 
Oh, the oyster counter at Leg- Legacy? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, hmm. and it was awesome mm-hmm. and had some uh, oysters and um, really a great hamburger and french fries. Mm. So love hmm. that. Where and are I live you? In Hammond. I was about to say, where are you talking from now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Hammond. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. I live in Hammond, okay. right? And one of my favorite restaurants here is Lee's Diner. Don't know it. Where is it? About Lee's it, Diner. You have to go. It's mm-hmm. right down the main drag in Hammond. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. um, it's an well, old-fashioned diner. Uh huh. Um, not too far from Jackmel. Okay, right? we love Jackmel. About two miles mm-hmm. from Jackmel. Mm-hmm. And um, you got to go there and check Lee's it out. Lee's Diner. I mean, okay. Lee's Diner. All right. Yeah. Okay. And then I don't know if you've been to uh, Streetside Market in Hammond. Okay. Now, is that the place that is right next door to 113? Mm, it is. Yeah. Very close. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very close. Uh, I have but not I mean, been. No. Yeah. Well, you have to go. I mean, it's in the old Ford Motor built where they used to sell cars. Oh, that's right? cool. Mm. Huh. And, is this uh, like a they, food market or something? Uh, yes, Okay. It is, right? I have to try that. There's, All right. Um, there's seafood. There's um, Italian. There's pizza. Okay. There's deli. Huh. They, um, that's where um, uh, they sell beignets, too, from uh, okay. not Cafe Du Monde, but... Um, Morning Call? Yes, uh-huh. right. Yes, Morning okay. Call. Hmm. And uh, Asian food, and it is so awesome. I mean, well, you know, Hammond is changing. I mean, the university has gotten massive, and mm-hmm. uh, and Hammond is changing a lot. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, very yeah. progressive. I mean, yeah. we've done a lot of good things. Now, I do have to ask a question. Do it. Ask. Uh, mm-hmm. Where are the podcasts? Ah. <laughs> oh, this is the question I, that hurts me the most. It, we never, we, we get never a know. flood of emails on this subject and have no answer. Okay. They're in the ether okay. somewhere. All right. Miracles. Okay, so it's we not, need miracles. It's not me. Right? It's not you. No, no it is not you. All right. It is not you. It is not us. It is not and, Doug and the, who puts them up. Doug still puts them up, don't you, Doug? Okay. And he says corporate does not release them. I don't know why that is. All right. Well, um, Doug, are you figuring that out? No, Doug is not. Uh, he okay. doesn't care. This is way above my pay grade. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Tom. He's too not. He doesn't care. <laughs> maybe, maybe Tom, you're figuring that out, right? Yeah. No, actually, yeah. I'm trying to decide uh, what is the uh, official fish for it today. Uh, oh over gosh! There in Halifax. Oh my gosh! Here we somewhere. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. <laughs> I love it. This is a new way we can do it, Doug. I'll be in the studio, and when Tom goes down the Halifax trail, you can just pipe his mic down. I love it. Okay, I think he's gone. <laughs> no, I'm gonna try. I want to try that market. I've heard a lot about that yeah. market, and yeah. uh, and yeah. I'm not a fan of 113. How about you? Have not been there yet. Yeah. I mean, I've looked at the reviews online, but and what are I mean, they? What are they? They're good, aren't um, they? I know they have that oven, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't care for yeah. the place, but I think the reviews yeah. are probably good. I I mm-hmm. don't know, but anyway, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I mean, it's very cool. There's no two ways about it. I tell you what, if I it's a great date place. If I had if I was on uh-huh. a date 
with somebody I like because you know you, you have to be you have to yeah, clarify I that, who that. You know, might be. gosh, I hope it's somebody <laughs> you have to nice. clarify that. So well, if you're yeah, on a date you with someone, like somebody, if you're going on a date, well, maybe not. Actually, right? not. I've had a lot of really bad dates. So yeah, me too. Right? Yeah. So, you <laughs> so if you're on a date with someone quick. you like, it's a great place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. All right. All right. Thank well, you thank for you calling. For yes. Appreciate okay. you both. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. All right. Did you pod Doug? Uh, Doug, did you pod him back up because he does have to sign off on his own show. <laughs> okay, Tom. Are you going to be? Are you going to behave? Because you behave. have to sign off. Yeah. We have to what? You have half huh? a minute to sign off on your own show. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I. See. Doug had well, to take we... matters into his own hands when you were misbehaving. Well, we uh, we are about to end our program for yes. today. Yes, we are. Only about a minute, and uh, but uh, it feels like we've been here for oh gosh, a whole afternoon. It's been so much fun, <laughs> and having everybody over here and talking about all the good tastes and all the give my baby a hug. Give my puppy the, a hug. That's how uh, you know uh, that I'm over in the studio and not at the home studio because the dog would be panting while I pet him, but he's he's not because he's not here. Have a great evening, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great meal. You're listening to WWL mm-hmm. 105.3 FM, HD2. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.